you have your Bibles, I'd like for you to turn with me to Isaiah 46. Uh, in Isaiah 46 tonight, we're going to, I, I do have a little bit uh, abbreviated lesson for tonight, knowing that uh, some of you may have some questions and wanting us to have plenty of time for our building and grounds committee to be able to answer those questions that you might have. Uh, but before we do that, I do want us to spend some time together in God's Word. And tonight we are going to look at a text that I pray will help us as we think about uh, not knowing exactly how the vote's going to go Sunday, not overlooking any of those things, uh, but knowing that either way, uh, that as we continue, as we have moved to this building and out of that building, I know it's been several years now, but as we're in uh, a time of transition, as we are doing things in buildings that look different than the ones we used to be in, uh, I want us to look at a text that might help to bring us a little bit of uh, insight or biblical wisdom about making those sort of transitions. First question I have for you tonight, how many of you have ever had to move from uh, one town to another town from a different place or have had to move from one job that you maybe were in for a while and pretty comfortable to a new job or maybe had to move from one school to a different school or maybe just simply graduated from school and then had to move on to a new area of life. How many of y'all have ever done those before? Okay, that's good. So I think most of y'all, have any of y'all graduated? Some of y'all, we've got some graduates, we've got some that have moved. Okay. Uh, and welcome to the youth. Glad to have y'all in this evening. What are some of the feelings and emotions that we can experience at times like that? All right, so fear of change. I think absolutely many of us that have been through those transitions uh, know that feeling. Fear, excitement can be part of that. Absolutely. Sometimes, sometimes maybe not Some. Maybe it means where we're moving to, or maybe if we're graduating. Are any of y'all excited to graduate at some point? Some yes, some no. Y'all know this one's yes, this one's no. Okay. What else? Okay, so it can be even harder. What else? Y'all any other emotions? Any other feelings? Fear, excitement? Don't want to do it again. So, well, that's what some of the ladies this afternoon exactly what they said. They said my next move is going to be out here. That's that's, uh, that's where they said they're moving. Um, maybe sometimes some anxiety. I think yeah, because we don't know, right? I know what things are like here. I'm anxious. I'm nervous upset, can go along with fear, a lot of those things, uh, I think so. Well, the text that we're going to look at tonight, to give you a setting, and the reason that we're looking at this, obviously, um, is because I know that even in transitioning from one church building, from that one to over here, that some of you probably had some of these feelings. Some of you are probably um, a little bit anxious, a little bit nervous. Some may have been excited. Some may have been uh, sad. I think that's another feeling we can have when we're leaving one area of life or one set of people. I know that that's certainly one of the feelings that Amanda and I had when we moved from Polkville to here. Uh, excited but also sad because you're leaving behind some people that you've known. And I know that some of those emotions probably took place leaving 
that church building and coming over to the new church building. Some of those same feelings probably come up whenever we talk about the idea of uh, possibly demolishing that church building. Some of those same feelings probably come up for some of you. In this text that we're looking at tonight, Isaiah chapter 46, I want to give you the setting because I think it in some ways translates well to some of these feelings and some of these times of life. The Israelites here have been under Assyrian rule. So many of you know about uh, when they go into exile, right, the Assyrians, they come in and uh, they lay siege against Jerusalem and they take a lot of the Jewish people captive and they take them back to Assyria. And so now all of a sudden the Jewish people aren't living in their own homeland. They're not living by their own rules. They're not doing things. They're living in Assyria. And they're following the Assyrian rule. And they're doing what the Assyrians tell them they have to do. And so they've been there for a while. And now God has made it clear that there is a succession plan. That he is going to set them free from Assyria. And in chapter 45 and some of the ones before it, he makes it clear that the way that he's going to do that is he's going to use Cyrus the Great to set them free. Now that sounds like it would be a good deal, don't you think? You've been taken captive and made to live somewhere that you don't want to live. And now you're being told that you are going to be set free. That sounds like a good deal. Yes, to me that sounds like a good deal. The thing that they don't like about it is Cyrus is not going to come and make Israel the great power. Cyrus is king of Babylon. So they're going to be free from Assyrian rule. But now they're going to be under Babylonian rule. So God says, I have a plan to set you free. And instead of saying, that's wonderful, God, we trust you, what they said is, well, maybe we have a better plan. We're a little bit nervous about your plan, God. We don't really know how that's going to play out. We're a little bit scared. We're a little bit anxious. We're a little bit nervous. And then in verses, uh, beginning in verse 8, we see some things that God says specifically to Isaiah to say to the people to help them with their nervousness and their worry and their anxiety. So look with me in Isaiah chapter 46, verse 8. It says, Remember this and stand firm. Recall it to mind, you transgressors. Remember the former things of old. For I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times, things not yet done. Saying, my counsel shall stand and I will accomplish all my purpose. Now here in verse 8, he begins by giving them a command to do something and it's repeated a couple times in verse 8. What does he tell them in verses 8 and 9 a couple of different times? Remember, right? So he's saying, remember. Recall it to mind. Remember the former things of old. I want you, he says, I want you to think about the things that I have done for you before. I want you to think about how I have been there. I want you to think about the fact that I am God and how faithful I have been to you through all the years. So I want to start there tonight. I really want to I want you to remember. And share with us some memories that you have of special times in the old sanctuary, in the old Sunday school building, 
when the fellowship hall used to be downstairs, right? That's how that used to work. Y'all met downstairs for fellowship hall gatherings. Tell me, tell us, share with us some special time, some special memories that y'all have from the old church building. You, if y'all, any of y'all have any, certainly feel free to share some as well. What are some of the special memories that you have from over there? Yeah, and that is exciting. They said that, that she got married there. Baby baby dedication. Yeah, grew up over there. You were probably dedicated there, huh? So you're dedicated there and your baby's dedicated there. Yeah. So how many of y'all got married over there? Anybody? So several, several. How many here were baptized in the old church building? Okay. Many of y'all. Okay. What are some others? Y'all have any other? Maybe a favorite song leader or pastor that, that you remember? Your mama singing in the choir. And that's one thing the ladies mentioned this afternoon. Uh, some of them said, now, I wasn't ever in the choir because I can't sing, but I remember having the choir over there and that they used to be a big choir that did a very good job. <laughs> that's a good memory. <laughs> it stuck with you, huh? That's one you have. Sitting in the balcony, all right. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's neat. Paying big light bills over there. <laughs> that's not a good memory. Uh, I don't think that's what he meant when he said, remember the things of old. <laughs> uh, that and getting taken out and beaten. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's neat. Patty Fuse, that was probably an exciting day, huh? I imagine that was exciting. Oh, no, that's a big transition going from one color in there to the other. Well, I tell you, look back with me at verse 8 of Isaiah 46 because there's something I want us to make sure that we recognize here. He tells them to remember, and then he tells them that he expects, there's something that he expects this remembering to allow them to do. He says, remember this and what? And stand firm, right? Remember this and stand firm. What he was telling the people, what he's telling the Israelite people as he told them this plan. Look, there is a plan. I have a plan. This is what's going to happen. Cyrus is going to come and he's going to set you free. Now, God didn't disclose all the answers. This is where you'll live. This is how long. He doesn't tell them all that. He tells them what he thinks that they need to know. And he says, and now I need you to remember. I know you're nervous. I know you're anxious. I know you think you know better. But I want you to remember that I am God. Verse 9. I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me. I declare the end from the beginning. From a long time ago I told you things that haven't even been done yet. My counsel shall stand. I will accomplish 
all my purpose. What God was telling them is, what he was saying to the Israelites is, listen, this is my plan. And what I want you to do is I want you to trust me. I know that you can't see everything. I know that you can't see all of it. But you remember how I've always been faithful? Remember, he said, remember the things of old. You remember what happened when your ancestors were in Egypt? What happened? I set them free. You remember what happened when they came up to the Red Sea? I parted. You remember what happened when they were in the wilderness and there was no food? I sent food, right? When there was no water, I sent water from a rock. God said, I have been there. Remember my faithfulness. And even though you don't know what's going to happen, remember that I'm still with you and I'm still going to be faithful. Now, I don't know exactly how things play out with the building and all this and the vote. I'm not trying to tell you that I do. And I'm not telling you that God has said that we need to tear down that building. But what I'm telling you is this. What I pray that we can apply from this text is this. All of those special memories that you just had were in that building, but they weren't because of that building. They were because of the people of this church, and they were because of the God that was leading this church. And if we have, if you have, if any of us have an apprehension or an uneasiness about transition, about we're doing something different, about that building maybe not being there anymore, or about any of the other changes that we might make here at Mount Zion, I would pray that we would do this, that we would remember that Mount Zion has never been a building. I've seen the pictures. There used to be a building that looked like a castle. Y'all seen those pictures? Did any of y'all go to church in that church building? All right, it used to, I mean, on front, it had a place that archers could have stood and shot people and never been hit by an arrow. And that building was changed. That's where the bell was. And that building was changed, and Mount Zion was still a strong and faithful church. And then seven years ago, how long ago y'all transitioned from there to here? Several years ago, Mount Zion transitioned from meeting in that building to this building. And many of the memories that y'all have, other people have here. There are other people that say, my child was baptized in this sanctuary. There's some of these youth that could say, I was baptized in this sanctuary. There are people, there have been weddings that have taken place. There have been funerals. There have been special services that have taken place here. So I'm not telling you, I'm not saying this to you to say, look, you have to vote yes to tear it down. What I'm saying is, if your apprehension is, look, when we were there, things were different. That God says, I want you to remember that it's about me. It's never about a building. It's never about a pastor. It's never about a song leader. It's never about a youth minister. It's about me. He said, I have been faithful to you, Israel, and I'm going to continue to be faithful to you. Trust me. And I would say the same, Mount Zion. God has for 200, almost 200 years, God has been faithful to lead this church and to use this church. And no matter if we meet in this building or if this building burns and falls down, and the gym falls down, and we have to start meeting on in a tent on the softball field, God will continue to be faithful to Mount Zion. So I pray, I just pray, that any of you, if you have an apprehension about transition in the church, that, that the, God, the Word of God tonight might help ease your anxiety by remembering that God is faithful to His people. No matter where we meet and no matter what our building looks like, God is faithful. And we can trust that if we do make a transition soon, that he will continue to be faithful to us as well.
What I'd like to do before we have a time of question and answer is just pray. Uh, I know some of you may not have come to stay for the question and answer and may need to slip out. So I'm going to pray. And if you need to go, then you can be dismissed after that. And if not, we're going to open the floor in just a few moments for a question and answer period. But let's pray together tonight. Lord God, I am thankful. Lord, that, that in every step of life, whether it's moving in church from one building to the next or moving from one job to another job or from one town to another town, Father, that as long as we are doing what you have called us to do, as long as we are being faithful, Lord, that we can trust and know that you are going to be faithful to us as well. Lord, that Israel, when they were in Jerusalem, that you were faithful to them, and that when they were in Assyria, you were faithful to them, and when Babylon was in control, you were faithful to them. Lord, whenever they were slaves in Egypt, that you heard their cry and you were faithful to them. Lord, that, that you have been faithful to Mount Zion year after year after year for almost 200 years, Father. You have been faithful to this church and this community longer than any of us have been alive. Lord, I pray that we can remember that and trust that you will continue to be faithful to us, your people, as well. Lord, I'm thankful that you don't call us to trust uh, in our thoughts or in our ways or in our strength, that you didn't call Israel to do the same, Lord, but that you said you are God, that it is your counsel that's going to last, that it is your will that is going to be accomplished, Father. We trust you, and so I do pray, Lord, that as we move towards Sunday and a vote that would bring about in some ways a transition, Lord, I pray that that you would reveal to each of us your will. Lord, that you would help every member that will cast a vote on Sunday, help them to be comfortable. Lord, let, let them think and trust and know this is God's will, that, that you have led them to understand what is best for this church and the stewardship of this church. And Father, that they can, uh, Lord, very confidently vote one way or the other and then trust that you have led us to do something and that you will faithfully lead us through it so lord i thank you for this opportunity to meet together tonight and discuss this but lord i thank you most of all for your word and i thank you for your faithfulness to us even when we fail to be faithful to you lord in jesus name we pray amen